there we are good morning good morning good morning how are you mr sinclair yeah i'm very i'm very good i had my poached eggs again did you how many poached eggs today four four poached eggs avocado baked beans and sourdough bread i'm very impressed <laughs> have you been have you been running this morning i did i went for a very short two mile run um did two miles on friday did four and a half i've done four and a half miles a day before that and then did uh just under five miles earlier on in the week as well which considering i've not been running for for a couple of months properly uh i don't think it's too bad but it's very slow pace so it's not really running it's a jog oh well that's very impressive and what about well, you with your fifty thousand steps yeah um uh, i was absolutely determined to do it so um and i was behind so we're on to yeah. that in a second mincy so i was so i matched last week's except last week i think i went for a walk with um, neil giller and mm. so i'm a finish with neil we're done thirteen thousand steps yeah um i went for a walk i dropped joel off at school went for a walk um and i got back and i was six thousand steps behind so it's like how am i going to make this up and and beat it um so i did pretty much the same except i i was more energetic running sorry running not allowed to run walking in um walking football so yeah. um they put us in different teams so we weren't in the starter ones so we were with more experience and i played with a couple of um england internationals um which was quite entertaining so enjoyed that um and then i had the five kilometer walk to stanmore and then by the time I got to my sister's in the coaching I did at Stanmore, I managed to walk a lot more than I did last week rather than stand still with the kids. Yeah. I got to my sister's, I was at 48,000 steps. So I still had 2,000 and that was nine o'clock. And then we dropped my mum off. So Joel and I walked to my mum's, which isn't far. Um, so that took me up to 49,500. And you know I like to send my birthday cards. Well, I had to make sure they hit the post for seven o'clock on Saturday. So I took them to the post box and I hit, I hit my, <laughs> which was, which was amazing. So, um, I'm delighted. So, um, for Sam Hunter, cause I know he regularly watches and listens. He sent me the hundred thousand a step, um, challenge. So I don't think I'm quite there yet. <laughs> but, um, he sent me how this guy did it and what he did to get it. So the only yeah. thing I do is. I think I have four changes of clothes on a Friday um, to get to get ready. So, which was fun. Anyway, um, thank you everybody for joining this morning. So, David Mintz, Amy Shields, and everybody else, say hello. Um, Andy is having some time with his lovely family. Um, he's working very, 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 very hard. Um, so. Um, he's enjoying time with them. Uh, morning, Tim. Thanks for joining us today. So, a few things I want to I want to talk about. Firstly, I just want to thank um, a few people. If that's okay, Luke. Morning, Thanks for joining us. So, <laughs> first one I want to thank is um, I think you've had a haircut by the looks of things. Um, my hair's fallen out, so <laughs> I have a haircut. And uh, morning, Gareth. Thanks for joining. And um, Jerry Lyons, I think he had a haircut. He did. Uh, which was absolutely hysterical. Uh, morning, Abigail. Yeah, I have had a haircut or it's fallen out. Fallen out. Um, 
So firstly, I want a big thank you to Jerry um, for, um, I know how hard that must have been. Morning, Jim, to cut off all his locks. Um, who is that? Jim, you changed. Okay. I most probably should know who it is, um, but no idea. Um, so sorry, Jim, you can tell us. I bet it's somebody from a roller. No, um, Sex Pistols. That'd be my City Rollers, Lesman. City Rollers. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Um, morning, James. Thanks for joining us. Looking forward to listening to you tomorrow night on with Jerry Lyons as well. I'm sure that'd be a great interview. Morning, Sharon. Um, so, Jerry, last time I saw three and a half thousand for laptops for homeschooling which is um, absolutely amazing. So thank you so much. And for everybody who donated, that's amazing. That means another 14 um, kids, um, our disadvantaged children are going to be able to get laptops because of all your generosity. So thank you so much. Magda, um, I think your birthday's tomorrow. Luke's got an amazing voice and he's going to now sing your happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. There we are. That's as far as it goes. Very good. Um, I think we need Lauren Simpson um, from Property Mark, who, when it was Katie Griffin's birthday, sang the most amazing <laughs> happy birthday. It's like somebody at halftime at the Super Bowl. It was incredible. Yeah. So um, I think you may have got a job here, Lauren. So we need we need you back for the birthdays. Um so thank you to Jerry. I think that's absolutely incredible what you did. And thank you to everybody for donating to that. Um, I know we've also got a listener who listens after, um, which is incredible. Not just for 17 people that are watching this morning. So thank you all. But um, we have people that actually listen or watch it after. So Laura, I just want to say thank you. Um, you sent me a really kind message. Um, about what I was talking about and how I miss Sam and how I'm trying to get through it. And um, your words were really comforting. So so thank you. Um, still challenging, still really hard. Um, back doing some work this week, um, which was good. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, but I miss, Sam, I miss Sam terribly. But I've got her picture and I've got her bear by me at all times. Um, and her smile keeps me going the whole time. So Thank you for that. And then I just want to um, say thank you to Jane. Um, speaking to Jane and and she really helped me by just saying one thing, which was focus on three things that you want to achieve every day and then get those done and you feel that you've accomplished something. And actually, I thought that was a fantastic tip because that's one, you know, I talk about a lot to people and actually I'd forgotten about it. You know, you tell everybody, get the three things that you want and at least you feel that you've accomplished something. So, you know, thank you, Jane, for that. Really helpful. And for everybody watching this morning, you know, what are the three things that you want to do, that you want to achieve, that you want to accomplish? Get them done um, and it's done, you know. So um, looking forward to that. Yeah, Jim, looking forward to returning on Thursday. So thank you for having me back. Um, looking forward to that. At least I know who the Bay City um, rollers are now. So thank you, Elber person, what he looks like. Um, and also, where's old Mincy? So thank you. Um, I think what David Mintz is doing at the moment um, with his silver bullets at Kerfuffle, 
um, is exceptional. Really going out and helping people, having some cool people on and really topical tips. I know, Amy, you were on there um, sharing your tips on how to get more market appraisals. Some fellow called Stephen Brown was on there um, sharing some tips how to get some more market appraisals. You know, I know David's talking about um, conveyancing, um, which is incredibly useful. Um, and then the final shout out I'm going to give is to a lady called Yvonne Martin, who most pre people wouldn't know, um, but she does a lot of a background worker agents giving. Um, and she's absolutely exceptional. Um, and sadly, her partner passed away within the last month. Um, sadly, had something similar to um, what Sam had. Um, and I think Yvonne is the most amazing lady. Um, and the job she does at Agents Giving, and I don't think people realize what she actually does. So I just want to give a massive um, shout out to Yvonne. And we're thinking of you. Um, you're a lovely lady and you do an awful lot for the industry. So thank you very much as well so um you know the kerfuffle you know they um nick all our learnings and but, yeah. uh, rip off and duplicate them yeah so david and, mitchell, and, and claim that it was their invention and and all of that yeah so david mint said something to me he said that it's okay if we do agree or disagree today so i'm going to ask the audience whether they agree or disagree do estate agents overcomplicate things? Agree or disagree? What do you reckon, Luke? Uh, yeah, I'd agree. Why? Um, because quite often uh, there's a lack of systems and processes and procedures. Okay. Yeah, here we go. We've got a few agrees, Vicky. Hi, Vicky. Nice to see you. Thank you. Mr. Watkin, thank you for joining us. Jim, thank you again. Done is better than perfect. Yep. And Neil Martin has written a book on Done Beats Perfect, so, yeah. um, which is on Amazon. So he's not paying us, is he, Chris Watkin, to say that? But he has got a few Amazon reviews saying it's perfect, better than done. So... <laughs> Definitely, definitely agree with that. The reason why I asked David Mintz's question is, for me, the best, I've listened to a couple of podcasts this week, and our new feature is podcast of the week. So everybody, please comment what your podcast offers has been of the week, so we can chat about that. But I listened to two podcasts this week. So for me, the best estate agent in the world is John McGrath, Okay. You know, that's my personal opinion. I think John's absolutely exceptional. I could listen to John every day of the week with whatever he says. Um, John says estate agency is very simple. Okay, I totally agree. We were just talking off air about the high performance podcast, which one podcast of a week last week. Yeah. And was this one. In fact, we were talking about teas, weren't we? We were talking yes. about mission teas and um, what they're they've linked up with a high performance podcast and they've got teas on energy recovery sleep hydrate which um instead of having 72 coffees in a row slow releases the coffee but again we're not here to sell that so they had general the lord richard darren on there as well um 
and again you know this this is guy that's led the army in afghanistan iraq yeah. northern so, ireland those that don't know he's like the top 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 person in the in the british army isn't he yeah um yeah. and again he just said it's all about keeping it simple yeah so how as a state agents can we keep things simple sharon's got the answer yeah pick up the phone there, there's something else that he mentioned on uh, on that podcast um and and he talked about the value of training yeah and, and how uh, agents uh, well he didn't directly relate to agents but in the british army you go through probably 12 months worth of training before you start going anywhere or doing anything and yet i'd imagine most new colleagues that join uh, agents probably I would say maximum have a week's training that may be generous maybe well i remember when i first started so i mean obviously we improved i mean last week we talked about um, julian richer and richer sounds and looking at their induction course um but here right here you go here's your desk here's your phone here's your computer here's vibra on you go or a statecraft i think it was at the time yeah. bye and that's it you know and there was and there was no training and then when we started and then um later you know people will get three books from us so um how to win friends and influence people david pollock wrote a book and who moved my cheese um yeah. dr spencer johnson all about change um i used to sit down with um so when they first started they would come and see me on the day they started we would spend a day literally going through you know our standards our golden standards um going through repair what we expected um then they would come back and see me um and then we would do um how well they know their area because for me knowledge is so important um and um and then we would have monthly um training sessions where the five or six offices all got together in one yeah. office and if they weren't there at half eight the door was locked so they were shut out now appreciate that, that can't happen now but actually with your teams can't you why can't what's stopping you doing zoom training you know at least once a week getting all your teams on there actually maybe listening to a podcast i mean vicky vicky and location location are exceptional with their training you know and what they do and they're continuously on that and you know one of the things i think agents should be trained on at the moment is well in fact actually here's a question for you okay so when you talk about training this is appropriate and this is something that i wrote down so when was the last time anybody on here and i want you to be really honest went out with one of your listers okay to see how they were doing okay so are they you know are they asking for right questions are they educating the vendor and again one of the things that picked up from john mcgraw's uh, million dollar agent this week was um them talking about well, a couple of things so firstly um when vendors are saying they think their property is worth more okay how do we answer that question you know are we actually knocking their dreams and killing their dreams because maybe in this market maybe they're right you know how many people have got 
considerably more over asking price this year than they thought they were. Probably more more in this past 12, 12 to 18 months than what has done in the previous 12 to 18 months for sure. So, um, you know, are we, oh, as he call it, are we destroying dreams? Yeah. Okay. Should we be saying to them, I'll tell you what, you know, let's give it a go. Let's get our qualified buyers in before it hits all the portals. Let's try it at this dream price because one or two things is going to happen. You know, I think there's a lot of, I think I'm speaking to, to Sean and also thank you to Sean for your kind words on my podcast with Kevin Holowick. Rake. Appreciate that. But one of two things is going to happen. I mean, there's so many cases I've heard. So I think somebody had, we talked about this last word last week, they had a property of four, 450,000 and ended up getting 550,000, yeah. which was, which was absolutely incredible. So, you know, are we destroying their dreams? Because there may be people out there that have offered five, six, seven times and have come second every single time. Okay? Yeah. And now they're, they're happy to pay that extra amount of money. So should we be getting our qualified buyers in? Should we be saying to people, if you've got, um, you know, taking away fee and taking away price, do you feel comfortable working with us? And if that's the case, okay, well, you know, let's try it, your dream price. Let's give it a week. Okay, because realistically, we should know in a week before it hits the portals. Is that fair? Absolutely. And then, you know, and let's try it at that level. And then, may and then maybe, maybe we won't be losing those instructions to the 0.75% agents. Absolutely. And then you're going to have your case studies, you're going to have your testimonials from your vendors. Um, again, we, we all probably, Tom Panos talks about it, doesn't he? We, we don't determine price. Um, it's, it's the market that determines the price, but it's then we can impact the price that we're going to achieve with the marketing, with your database. Again, it's and I think perhaps in this market, have agents become lazy by not knowing their buyers, by thinking if they stick it on a website, stick it on Bookface, that the buyers are going to come flooding in. So do they know, and perhaps this is a conversation in your morning meetings, so you're going out to five properties today. Right, Stephen, who are your top top three buyers for this home that's on Smith Street? It's probably going to be anywhere between 250 and, say, 300,000. There's a three-bedroom semi. Um, obviously, I know in some parts of the country, that doesn't get you a three-bedroom semi, but it would do in Leicester. So, um, and, and, who, and who are your top top three buyers that, that you know? And if you've got three, four negotiators in, in your branch, then you're going into that in, and actually giving specifics. So, Mr. And Mrs. Vendor, yeah, it, it may be a record price, it may be a dream price, but Mr. And Mrs. Jones, Mr. And Mrs. Smith, and Mr. And Mrs. Patel, um, they're the ones that we've already identified that would love a home like yours. Let's get them in, let's see what they feel on price, because it's them that are going to determine the, the value of the home. 100%. However, if the agent's going in and saying, oh, you know what, that's far too much money, and there's no enthusiasm there, then they've already lost they've already lost it full stop yeah yeah again so again it's it's one of the questions would you pick you so really ask yourselves deep down if you're go if you're in that appointment 
would you really pick you if you've gone in with a bit of a negative attitude and try, like you say ruining their dreams and aspirations um but again it's, it's about energy it's about positivity but also do, you have got to have that kind of balancing act as well haven't you but that's where you've come in and you've said about we'll try it on that one week let's get the price let's get the price feedback let's see what happens before we launch it um to the um uh, portals or to the websites or to to facebook um and combining that with getting great feedback again again this is where getting great feedback on those viewings how many times in your office will it be yeah i don't like it. it's not like it's not for me it how many times is that entered on your system uh oh it's the wrong area what, what is the actual true feedback to give to give to that client because th th those aren't the genuine excuses they're the excuses just to get you off the phone and um <clears throat> i know daniel spencer talked about that no regrets offer so when you are taking the offers to help get you that better percentage of price achieved um and it and it highlighted issue on on a conversation i had with with anton this week about no regrets offers um and and asking for asking for that upfront on on his offer form and some of the figures are absolutely remarkable going from say a house that's on the market for 200 they want to start at an offer of 200 but the no regrets offer that they've made a wet made you aware of up front is something like 220 which was 10 15 thousand pounds above the asking price so it, go, it goes to show that <coughs> the right techniques will will get you the will get you the results which you can then use to help get more business in the future yeah and i like that no regrets offer or as mr hunter calls it the oh shit offer i have to pay more money <laughs> So, um, yeah, no, abs, abs, absolutely, absolutely. So, I mean, that I um, obviously we talked about James Timpson last week. Um, so I, I sent him a, a I, or I put it on Twitter because I know he's quite prolific on Twitter um, with, with what with what he does. Um, and there was a couple, and so I said thank you, brilliant podcast, uh, really, really enlightening. Um, and um, then on YouTube, there is a, a TV episode from 2016 where Peter Jones from Dragon's Den went into Timpson's and met with Timpson Senior. Um, and again, that was that's a good episode. To, so if, if anyone uh, wants to uh, look that up on YouTube, if you type Peter Jones and Timpson's into YouTube, you will see it's, it's where he follows around two business owners. Uh, in an episode and there was a series about it because i think he did the lush um uh cosmetics uh he's done lush cosmetics i think he did michelle moan uh the lingerie lady um and i think he also did what's the fancy juice ones innocence innocent yeah i think i'm sure he's been to innocent but um it was quite interesting with the language that he was actually using um mr timpson senior um and they don't call a uh, couple of things that stood out from that they don't call it hq they call it timpson house yeah um and they don't have uh i can't for the life of me remember the name but they don't have hr they, they don't have a hate that they uh, i think they call it something like um colleague assistance or something like that but they don't actually call them hr um and again just the, 
just with their whole attitude on life. So they've got three children of their own, but they've actually fostered over 90 children as well. Wow. Um, and Mr. and Mrs. Timpson. So it's uh, it's absolutely remarkable. And listening to Mrs. Timpson talk about how we're here to actually, uh, we're here for a greater good. And, and you can see that she firmly, she firmly believes that and endorses it in what, in what they do, because it's bad enough or hard enough, should I say, running a business and then to also then foster 90 other children um, on, on top of running a successful business. Um, abs absolutely, absolutely amazing. So when you can, uh, when you consider no HR department, four and a half thousand people that they employ, and I'm sure there's people on this podcast that maybe employ five people, maybe employ two people, maybe employ 50 people. And perhaps HR is 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 a hot topic for them or or people management so well um, well worth well worth looking uh looking at it is that episode it's well worth uh, an hour of your time yeah definitely thanks tom john timpson was on desert island this a few years ago it's available as a podcast really interesting they're fascinating family and business 100 percent. yeah david mint's probation officer michelle coming back we have an offer fifteen thousand pounds over asking on a price at 165k um michelle let me ask you a question okay um have you got um overage on your fee on that one okay so are you doing 10 pm a pound on anything above asking prices okay whilst you whilst you can do that um and i'm quite excited i've managed to work out how to use my um remarkable after three months well done i've lost i've lost my pen uh, there's a surprise <laughs> and yeah and your headphones uh, i've got my headphones still but i have lost my pen so i've had to order a new one this morning yeah so actually it does make it a lot different a lot easier having everything in one place all with different folders yeah. very easy to flick through um and go um which yeah. is great tim spot on life love that mentioned they work on a happiness score rather than a kpi um and actually it'd be really interesting um if you sent out a customer or a happiness score to all your team um just to see where they all are at the moment yeah. be yeah. an interesting face okay so, so there you oh. go david mintz agree or disagree is it fair to start charging overages when it's our sole goal to achieve as much as we can yes sharing in the sharing and success yeah our job you're spot on our job and actually coming back to to that david and piggybacking on what and what you say um to, and coming back to where we first started actually an agent's overcomplicating thing the only thing a seller wants to know is how we as agents are going to get them the most money is that fair yeah. Luke, yeah 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 so do we overcomplicate things by telling them that um chris watkins says well look at me i've got the most market share in my whole wide yeah. world i've look got my right most... pie chart yeah. yeah or are they interested in the five steps or the five strategies that you're going to yeah. do it yeah absolutely absolutely and it's it's then that that's what then differentiates someone that <clears throat> is charging them one percent or 0.75 that isn't gonna we all we all know the the speech don't we so where, where they're not going to be getting the same net figure 
so they're actually costing costing that vendor money um but by the extra investment we're actually cheaper because we're letting them walk away with more and more money and and the other agent isn't necessarily got the same skills the training the processes in place that's going to allow you to get that that high that high figure that record price in the street yeah so david mint says fair okay do we agree okay do you offer an enhanced commission to negotiators if they achieve over a certain price to know that's their job you should be training them to be the best negotiators in my opinion you know that's what they that's what they're there to do no i think that's an element people also want yeah. to know about speed of sale yeah. and the experience they're going to receive yeah uh, i agree tom i think for me it's that's let me tell you the five strategies that are going to help you get them the most amount of money and obviously that's talking about the speed and you taking the stress out of it as well okay um laura don't know whether you just joined or whether um you were in earlier but i gave you a massive shout out so i'm going to give you another shout out again for taking the time to send me a really nice message this week so thank you really appreciate it really grateful um michelle use all the steps but at the very end i use a right move graph to demonstrate why purpose works they can't argue with it well we can't argue with what you do michelle because you're an exceptional agent still doing um virtual appraisals still with an exceptionally high conversion rate which is absolutely fantastic so i wouldn't want to argue with you full stop anyway no. and if i was doing your driveway i wouldn't want to be arguing with you either <laughs> so <clears throat> um I, i'm st i'm still in the queue for my audi clothes have you seen that today you can buy audi clothing really no yeah and there, there was a queue there's a queue on the website for actually to actually try and buy them really um, yeah and have you been um, following this week um, their social media about Cuthbert the Caterpillar? I saw one thing. They didn't want to go to um, court with Marks and Spencers, did they? I don't. I don't. I've not. I've not seen that much. I've just been watching watching their social media about getting the other supermarkets on board to raise money for. I think um, teenage. <laughs> Teen, teenage teenage cancer uh, i think yeah. it is so they basically said in in a certain month whatever we sell can can we all club together caterpillars together and all of that to to raise money for teenage cancer and obviously they're trying to get marks and spencers on board and uh, i think that's maybe gone a little bit a little bit sour um uh with it but it's been it's it's, it's well worth for uh, five minutes of your time looking on twitter at the audi marks and spencers cuff but the caterpillar uh fred it's uh it's a bit entertaining and it's it's light-hearted social media for, for for companies for sure but yes ryan audi apparently are doing um clothing uh hoodies um i don't think they're doing trainers i think they've done trainers before um what else what else are they doing can't believe um, you're advertising audi yeah uh you can buy socks you can buy a hoodie, you can buy pyjamas, you can buy pants that have all got the Audi branding on. Good. Okay. I remember, I remember that. 
<laughs> and there was a queue, and there was sharing your welcome. Thank you for your message as well. Yeah, there was a queue of over 10,000 people trying to get on and buy some. Blimey. So where are you in the queue? I've not. I came out. I was, just, I was just intrigued to see if anyone was actually buying it. Perhaps it's a marketing ploy by them to create this false queue. Good. So you are still, you've been recruiting? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's been, a, been a little bit of a challenge. Uh, we've got a new colleague joining us. Uh, again, that's what I liked from the Timpson. Um, both, the, both the things I've watched, the YouTube and the podcast, is that it's not employee, uh, it's not worker, it's colleague. So we've got a new colleague um, uh, joining us on the Tuesday after the bank holiday. Uh, we've just had a new lister join us, uh, Mercedes, who on her first day won two instructions, both at good figures, both with a mortgage, one with a mortgage appointment, should I say, one with a solicitor quote as well. Um, so that was good. The next day she rang, she just got on the phone and rang. So I picked up this magic device called a telephone and called past market appraisals and said, yep, I want to go ahead. So that went out and she's been instructed. She's been instructed on that one. Um, so that, that's, that's working well. Right. So here's a question. OK, so that was in the first two days of her starting. Mm. OK. And she got the fee that she wanted. She got she got a good fee. She, she got one and a half percent on all three of those instructions plus VAT. Okay, and um, what are your other colleagues getting at the moment? So when we did, so we do a, a weekly call with our valuers and listers on a Thursday. Um, so the average this week was one point two five. Okay, so that's really interesting. So on her first day, no preconception whatsoever. She come in and she's got an extra point two five percent. Yep. Okay, I find that fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so people that have been doing it for a lot longer are getting 0.25 less. Yeah, and and the mortgage appointment as well from from a, from a potential seller um, passed across to um to mortgage services. Okay, so why do we think that's the case? I I just find this fascinating, you know, and and it's the same thing. I mean, it may be different now with the way the market is, but I had I called it the ed, ed mentality. So a person starts really enthusiastic. They've got no preconceptions of how long a property's been on the market. So you know that property that's been on the market for um, six months, that newbie, Ed, comes in on the first day, he sells it, she sells it. Why? Because they don't know anything different. So yeah. can we, you know, how do we get that first day mentality into every single one of our colleagues? absolutely absolutely and, it, and it's it's that old story about you get your your new negotiator to ring your worst vendor don't you the one that you think is miserable and <laughs> they, they ring them and there's not a problem and and sometimes the problem is is up in up in your own up in your own head and also not maybe understanding the situation fully and, and what they're going through um and you and if you can be there to hold their hand throughout the journey rather than working against them, you're going to have a far better chance of success uh, success with the clients. 100%. So David Mintz made the buy from Leicester this week. 
and he mentions Luke Sinclair. Okay, they said Knightsbridge sounds like a very outmarket brand. Is it? Well, that's why we called it Knightsbridge to give that perspe perception. There you go. And everybody <laughs> agree. We all agree Luke's exceptional, hundred percent, definitely. Um, so interesting with Chris's comment. Uh, uh, is it because listers and values are afraid of rejection? Yeah. Um, are we afraid of rejection? Well, if you're afraid of rejection, I think you're in the wrong industry, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. So the amount of times we get rejected um, is going to be loads and loads and loads. And it's how you deal with it. Yeah. So, so yeah. So Absolutely. And, it, and if, if, every, if every phone call was a yes, everyone would be doing it. Absolutely, everyone will be doing it, but that's where the but that's where the that's where the skills come in, and that's what sets someone that's a good uh, a good or or average. Again, Tony Robbins talks about this in um, uh, I think it was Unleash the Power Within audio book that I'm listening to. So, again, you, you're average, you're good, and what results they get? They get average results, but you're exceptional. People get the excellent get the excellent results. So it's what what can you do to get you to exceptional? Again, it's that whole good to great, isn't it? Hundred percent. So Charlotte, who runs the excellent able able agent training. So hello, Charlotte. Thanks for joining us. Where was the what was the environment she came from? So do you recruit from competitors or is she new to the industry? We had this discussion during the week. Yeah, I, I have three guesses. Michael, yeah, what were, I, I, what were your guesses? Okay. Um, mine were Connells. Connells, yeah. Connells and Countrywide. Uh, Connells and Countrywide. Yeah. But I should have said Hart. Yes, you should have said Hart. Hart was the Hart was Hart Hart was the answer. So she'd she'd spent uh, three years at Hart, um, a small bit of time at Connells. Um, she unfortunately I was right. There you go. <laughs> Unfortunately, she was one of the ones that got uh, let go last March. Um, obviously, the hearts were very publicised about in the way that they did it. Um, so, uh, but no, she she's doing really, really well. So, can't uh, really impressive for the first two weeks. <laughs> Good, I like this. Hello, Charlotte. Um, Jim, rejection is a sign of progression. Chris, the typical British lister is an eye profile on the disc. Outward going people, people which make an excellent when trying to convert a free veil as they use their people skills. This is those very skills that become their weakness as they fear rejection. Okay. Um, Jim, I like this answer. I don't want my competitors, my competitors' results. So recruit from other industries. There you go. And whilst the others this seem to be more di on the disc profile so chris we have to get you on to discuss about disc and your suggestions to help improve i'm a total i with a very little c don't like rules okay thank you <laughs> thank you charlotte okay so but i just find that fascinating yeah. a new starter always seems to have that enthusiasm i think there was something we go up somebody said something about being tired and jaded that we may have missed okay I think, I think we all get jaded and complacent it's about finding your energy yeah yep so how do you know and, and actually that's a real that's a really good point 
you know, it has been, we're agents very fortunate, you know, um, to have been working almost throughout really with, yeah. um, with what's been going on. Um, you know, and I'm, and I have concerns for everybody in the industry, you know, and, and we look at, um, what agents together is doing. I think it's absolutely phenomenal. Um, you know, the help that they're giving on the mentoring side on the wellbeing side, I think it's absolutely fantastic. Um, I'm very proud of, of what, what's being done to help the industry there. I think it's absolutely great, but this is going to carry on, you know, for what, another three, six months. Yeah. Well, and another, uh, forecasters are, are suggesting it could be here for for a bit longer, even <clears throat> even past the end of the the stamp duty holiday into next year. Um, certainly, the indications from uh, say people like MAB are indicating a strong mortgage market in twenty twenty two, which indicates a strong a strong housing market, set sales um, and, and equally lettings because you're still seeing more investors return to the market despite the higher barriers to entry. Okay. So again, then my question would be is what is everybody doing to try and re-energize themselves to give them some time? You know, we talk about the May bank holiday. Um, when's that next week? Is it next weekend? Yeah. Next, um, next weekend, isn't it? you know, how many how many offices are going to open on that Monday? You know, how many offices are going to give their colleagues a rest? Um, you know, and give them give them those those two days for Sunday and a Monday. You know, I know that's not a lot. What are, what are people doing to you know um, try and help with this jadedness and tiredness? Um, and more important, and everybody, all the business owners as well. What are you doing to re-energize? You know, how are you looking after yourself? Um, how are you? T you know, what are you doing for yourself? You know, so I know with me, you know, I've made Friday my day. So you know, Friday I just do what I want, and it's going to be for me. You know, so whether it's walking, the walking football, the cricket coaching, that's it. You know that's what I'm going to do. That's now a non-negotiable. That's in my diary. Um, every, every Friday, I know I'm going to do that now. So, you know, if somebody says to me, Stephen, you know, I need to do this and he'll say, no, I'm sorry. You know, so after everything that's going, you know, being on, you know, I need to be, um, selfish, you know, um, I'm going to spend time for myself and likewise, you know, can you be doing that yourself? you know and what are you doing to help to help your colleagues as well to do that so um there you go to get the most out of people we need to um encourage them to take a break honestly i'm shattered after this year i think we all are um jim no such thing as a holiday if you want to move for an order to extraordinary you have to have that little bit extra okay um abigail i'm off two weeks for half term and i'm off to the peak district lovely um, I took a whole Sunday off and hired a boat. Also got a new admin lady in. I will see how that works out for my mindset. Brilliant. I'm more fired up than I've ever been, and this year is going to be even better, 100%. And, Jim, I think you said something about um, training. So, you know, I think it's all about hiring on attitude because you can definitely train with skill. 
So, you know, what sort of attitude, what sort of attributes do you want from the people that you are bringing into your business? Um, maybe that's a nice place to leave it on that note, just to get people thinking Absolutely. about these things. And, you know, we've obviously lined everybody up for Mincy and Whaley this morning. Yeah. So, um, go and listen to them after. That's very good. Go and listen to um, Mark and Sam Hunter's The High um, World Class Podcast. That's exceptional. Go and listen to um, Katie Griffin and Martin Baum, House of Property, Thursday, 8.30. That's exceptional. Million um, Dollar Agent. Million Dollar Agent coming Go out once a week. That's out. Tom Ferry Experience um, comes out on a Wednesday. He interviews some exceptional yeah. guests as well. Yeah. That's very good. And he has his Monday section, doesn't he? He's, he's kind of like Monday motivation. Monday motivation, um, yeah. yeah. So there's loads of exceptional um, podcasts out there. Mincy, what are you being interviewed on TV for today? Okay, what you done? Or shouldn't I ask? Yeah. Is it, are you talking bagels again? Okay, press which bagels or anything else? Let us know. <laughs> um, Luke, thank you for your time this morning pleasure um, as always thank you everybody for watching and listening and for watching and listening after we're really grateful <laughs> um have a really good day and we look forward to watching mincy next on babe station <laughs> andy we miss you as well so hopefully we'll see you back soon have a great day have a great week okay. sunday everybody see you all later